The Super Metal Brothers podcast is the best. Really great stuff. I was in my car listening, and I was like, there just is not a better podcast. We are back again. Now, this time, Solaire is not in my office at my house. Solaire is at his house. We're trying remote for the first time. It's been a fucking challenge, man. But you know what? We're here. We're doing it. And I'm excited, man. I guess what we're doing today, little segment we like to call Radio React or Reaction Radio. It doesn't fucking matter. Part of my huge thing with this podcast was I want to discover smaller bands, some people who are like fresh starting out, but also give credit to like the bigger artists that are dropping some heat right now. In this segment, we're going to be basically just playing some fresh tracks. I've been a good boy. I haven't listened to any of this shit yet. And I'm going to listen to it for the first time and give my unbiased feedback based on what I hear for the first time. I think the only exception would be Enterprise Earth. I have heard that one once. I did want to go back and revisit it for a fresh uh, take on it. I wasn't nearly as good of a boy. I did listen to Enterprise Earth a few times, but I started this game with myself where I do listen to it. I put one thumb in my mouth and the other one in my ass. And if I hear a kick drum, I have to switch, especially for an Enterprise Earth song. It gets really dirty after about three seconds. God, imagine like if they had like a butt plug or like some kind of like sex toy that had like haptic feedback or whatever based on the shit you were listening to because uh, like yeah. some of this would make me come within <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it definitely would. Yeah, so I actually started liking it after a while. So I did make it through all seven minutes of Death Magic and I came four times. Yeah, that'll be the last one we play, but this is kind of going back. We'll start off with a much, much smaller band that just released their first EP. Shout out to Uroboros on Reddit. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I think it's a Resident Evil reference. Yeah, I, I've been reaching out to smaller bands. I'm like, hey, promotion's free. All right. I believe in this community that we should be building each other up, supporting each other. If I can in any way have a hand in helping others like achieve their dream of creating fucking heavy music, then I'm going to absolutely do that. And promotion's free. I'll promote the smallest fucking bands on this podcast as long as we keep going. I don't care. If you have a band, you want to get your sound out, you want us to give feedback on any song of your selection, hit us up. We'll fucking play it on the podcast. With one disclaimer, and that is that we're going to ask, or at least we're going to do our best to get like some kind of permission or acknowledgement. We won't always especially for the bigger bands because they're probably like who the fuck are you and not reply to us which cool because I am nobody but I don't care but for the some of the smaller bands we're going to let them know I let one of the bands in the, the second iteration of this Leica I think is the how it's pronounced I let them know that we're going to be honest if we don't like the shit we're probably going to say it I'm not going to shit on any band that's just not my way of being just because I don't like it doesn't mean that it's not good but I am going to say if I don't like it all the critiques will be strictly based on the music and what we hear leading into that with that little disclaimer to give the list for part one we had to separate this episode into two parts because we just had a whole plethora of shit we wanted to listen to and react to so for this first list we have wizard of ass trials is the track of the song we're going to listen to phenomenal name by the way we'll touch on that later um the second band from our biggest fan ever uh Synestia. 
I'm going to suck the lead singer's dick for him. <laughs> I think in this, we'll find out who's sucking whose dick. It'll probably be me sucking someone's dick. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go to go to the last episode to the very end. You have to listen to the whole thing first. Uh, so third on this list is Distance Argent Justice. I took me everything to keep myself from listening to this track. I know people are going fucking nuts over it. This track has like 12 different vocalists featured on it, I think, or some shit. I'll have to pull up the list and then lastly for this part enterprise earth death magic yeah when you when you mentioned wizard ass or whatever wizard of ass i thought it was funny that could be taken so many different ways is the band name wizard in the song ass trials or is it wizard ass trials could be two different ways but it is wizard ass right wizard with two z's i'm taking it because wizard spelled with two z's so i'm taking as someone's whizzing in an ass oh yeah i like that well first of all i just want to say that i know it's edgy and cool to have like a pentagram in place of the O in of, but I feel like there was a major missed opportunity to have an actual asshole be the place of the O. I do some minor, you know, graphic design. If you guys would like an asshole in place of O, I can totally do that for you free of charge. Ooh, very nice. It can be dilated to any size that you like. And they could be nice and tight, maybe slightly gaping, or you could do the most brutal version, which is known as a pink sock. Ooh, it's a pink sock. That'll immediately get you into porno grind bracket. So, you know, hey, shout out to that. That's uh, one of the first songs that I did in collaboration with a guy named Ziad. Pink sock, sure to make your body rock. Nice. It's all acoustic. And then another thing I want to mention, because I just, it unlocked a memory for me before we listened to this track. When we were growing up, our parents didn't, for whatever reason, they didn't give a shit that we listened to like this extreme metal. Like they didn't care. In fact, they're pretty supportive. Like they would tease us and shit. For whatever reason, we're allowed to listen to the most, the hardest shit on the planet at the time in the 90s and the early 2000s and stuff. But we weren't allowed to get into fucking Harry Potter. No, fuck no, it was evil. You weren't allowed yeah, to do because that. we'd be indoctrinated into like sat- Satanism or some shit. To give a little backstory on it, our parents were addicts. Our stepfather was not only a meth addict, but a hardcore Christian. However, that fucking makes sense. Usually those go together. Do they? Yeah. Meth addict and Christian. Yeah, it makes sense. Some deep super metal bros lore for you. I thought I would share it and that unlocked a memory. I just thought it was always ironic that we could listen to fucking Morbid Angel and Slayer. Yeah. Don't bring that fucking Harry Potter nonsense into this house. My favorite story about that time in our life was when, was it me that got caught watching porno or something like that? I can't remember. I mean, we've we've both been caught. But I got spanked bare ass with a wooden spoon after doing that, which really made me a degenerate later on in life. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird that you would do that to a kid for that. But hey, that guy, now we call him, uh, his name was Doug and we call him Dingle Dugs, like a Dingleberry because uh, he wasn't like a full piece of shit. He was just like pieces of a piece of shit. Yeah. So remember, if you ever have to take like one of those big shits that like it hurts, the ones where like you take off all your clothes and you're fucking like sweating on the toilet just butt naked trying to get it out you're taking a dug yes just remember that and if you have leftovers later on in the in the night and you feel them tied up in your butt hairs that's a little remnant of dug called a dingle dug i'm excited are we ready to get into this wizard of ass this song is called trials Get him, Bob! Throw 
Okay, so one thing right off the bat that I kind of want to mention is I'm noticing there's obviously a second vocal track that's very reverberated and there's kind of like a slight pause in between the main vocal track and the second vocal track. This is something I see kind of a lot with, you know, new bands or people who are just like recording for their first time. Honestly, I don't think you need to do all that much. The original track as it is without the echoes in the back might have served it better, but let's keep listening. I'm liking it so far. Yeah, so far I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the diminished chords, which is to my ear liking the singing. I'm not sure I'm going to have to listen to a little bit more to really, really understand what's going on here. But it seems kind of hardcore-y, maybe. So I do want to mention that the vocalist is a woman. Not that that really matters, oh, but I like to see that, okay. you know, more uh, women are getting involved in doing harsh vocals and stuff. So that's really cool. Yeah, she's Good definitely using what seems like a, a fry scream to me. So, but yeah, let's keep going. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like the guitar. Ooh, love that part of us. Yeah, so this feels like something we definitely would have heard in like early 2000s metal. Somehow it's unique to yeah. itself, though. All right, I'm going to pause that for a second. So we're already like a minute and a half, maybe even almost two minutes into the song. And I, I don't think they've actually no, repeated it definitely a part progressive yet. in nature. But I guess like older metalcore was kind of that way. You know, when you had August, Burns Red, and The Devil Wears Prada, they had like weird timing. and Conventional song structure has definitely been thrown out the window, yeah. which is okay. Uh, a lot of those guitar parts, they flow together. And actually, I'm digging the not really solo guitar, but top line guitar that they got going on. It actually you know, what, cool dude, obviously, this is a very fresh band that is very independent. I imagine they're recording this on a doll themselves. So obviously the production is kind of shit. That there's really nothing that can yeah, be yeah, done yeah. about that. But as far as like, if this was mixed and mastered at a professional level, it would sound fucking phenomenal. You can tell it wasn't recorded yeah, in Abbey exactly. Road Studios. Yeah, I love how they go to that groove yeah. part right there. Yeah, 
I actually liked the reverb right there. Yeah, that yeah. echoey part. Just really wondering where this is about to go. Mm. Okay, that was it. All right, good first choice. That was interesting. So definitely you can tell by the recording quality that this isn't like a band that's recording in like a upscale studio somewhere. And that's okay. That's the great part about these genres that we listen to is you don't have to have that to give me something that I'll listen to multiple times. So sounds like there's a lot of potential for growth, a lot of things. What I really liked was that top line guitar. That's what's killing me. That part where it kind of had like the drop where everything slowed down. She did like that almost yeah. spoken word part and then like came out of it that first like five seconds out of it was actually the coolest part of the song i think i really liked that had me rocking my head a little bit but my last thought is i would like to hear a little bit more vocal range that was very i know that there's a yeah. style for this with just that type of scream and you know maybe that's what they're going for and that's cool me i i like the vocal to have a little bit more range i mean the vocals definitely sat kind of weird in the mix but again that's just attributed to being an indie band trying to record your own stuff You'll just get better with time. The vocals sound good. Her fry screams are really consistent. I think when you're first starting out, you probably don't have, you know, a whole lot of range. And this is something I've struggled with too, is, you know, when we write our stuff and I'm recording my vocals, I have all these grand ideas of what growls and what pitch and what I want to use. But then when you try to execute that, you're like, hmm, could I actually do this live? Probably not. I like the consistency of it. And this is actually something I could jam to in my car and actually be okay with it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and that's a big complaint in the metal community. I'm not so mad about it. You got the bands like Buried Alive, for example. I don't think they can replicate that live. I just no. don't see that. If they do, there's going to be a lot of background production. And he's just really pushing himself. Charles Caswell. Yeah, just pushing himself beyond. A lot of bands and a lot of fans specifically, too, enjoy bands that can replicate their album on stage perfectly and there's nothing here that they can't replicate on stage yeah they might go on to become something and uh, it would spend a pleasure to play you guys on the podcast no i enjoyed it that was fun to listen to i'm excited for when you guys do get big and those revolver magazine interviews come in they're like so what is the meaning of this wizard of oz <laughs> like what does that mean to you on a deep level well i'm glad you asked that question because i went through a really dark time in my life where i just woke up and felt like ass living in that perpetual perpetual state, I learned to harness such power and manipulate it in a way that I made others around me feel like ass. And thus, I am the wizard of ass. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's uh, one way of thinking of it. It reminds me of a saying, I don't even know if this is true Korean. I've been saying this all my life and I'm pro probably a Korean person's going to listen to it and be like, what did you just say? I know the saying that is, uh, which means, would you pee in her butt? That should be their next 
uh, album title. <laughs> How do you say that, dude? Nidoko o e ojum sa. Around like asking Korean dudes, like, hey, how do you say pee in her butt? Someone's going to fucking correct me on that. That probably isn't even Korean. It's just a sound I make and tell people that it means, would you pee in her butt? Kind of goes back to our tomatoes make your genitals stink. That's lore for another time. Cool. Yeah. So shout out to Wizard of Ass. I liked it. Trials is a banger. On to the next one. Uh, this is Spirial Hymn by Senestia featuring Alan Grinja. Interesting. I don't know where he's from, but we got to give a little background. So our favorite follower on Instagram suggested that everybody listen to the song. And also he wants to know who is going to suck the lead singer's dick. It's me. It's going to be you. Okay. Yeah, probably. He said he's going to do it if someone else doesn't. Maybe Solaire, you can save him from that task, but let's go. Rolling in with some dark themes. Okay. We'll dig in the piano so far. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pause it, pause it. Holy shit, dude. That just comes straight the fuck at you, don't it? Yeah, I'm fucking really liking it so far. She Must Burn has really gotten me into this dark and shit. I, I don't know if I'm go- coming back out of it. Once you go black, you never come back. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Ooh, that that freaking hit in the background. Ooh. That's some tasty riffage right there, dude. Oh, I'm in love. The choir boys. I'm not even saying anything, so I'm just enjoying it. This is good. Uh, I would say something, but I now have the lead singer's dick in my mouth. (laughs) Does it taste like Creole seasoning? Because it's blackened. Wow, 
can't see me, but I was doing the stretch arm strong. I'm gonna pause that for a second. What are you feeling right now? I'm definitely listening to more of this band. My jaw's on the fucking floor right now, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, that fucking breakdown hit hard. We're gonna have to find this guy and suck his dick now. <laughs> it's definitely good. There's some highs. There's some variants in there. His lows are obviously his lows are his strong point, but his highs are great too. Yeah, that guitar just hits hard. Another example of a band that just doesn't have a lot of fuckery. They're just doing it. Purist and everybody can kiss my ass, but this doesn't feel like death core to me. This feels more death metal forward with some core elements. Yeah, I'd agree. And a lot more bands like that are around today. We got through just an absolutely fucking disgusting breakdown. Yeah. Honestly, it really doesn't matter to me anymore. I mean, we can call the whole thing fucking death metal. How are you going to approach this song and be like, oh, it's too black and for me it's too death metal for me. I wouldn't even care at that point. It's just fucking heavy and I love it. It is really hard to react when you're rocking your head. I like how that high chord there, the pianos, it almost sounds like Rocky when he climbs up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> say is Diablo 4 better open up with that song. I'm probably not even going to waste time on Diablo 4. Why not? Maybe. I don't know. Blizzard's in a weird fucking spot, dude. They're not the Blizzard we used to know. That's a story for another time. Fair enough. You know what I notice about like these bands and like She Must Burn? Obviously, these guys are heavier on the spectrum than She Must Burn. They're coming forward with really like authentic symphonic parts. I felt like that was my big gripe with Lorna Shore on Pain Remains and Immortal, the synth parts, they feel just that, right? They feel like really kind of synthetic where these feel much more natural as like symphonic parts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you there. I don't know. I can't jump on the Lorna hate train yet, but a lot of people are doing that. Dude, I'm not hating on Lorna. Anybody who's shitting on Will Ramos right now, it's just not even warranted. Dude. Uh, go fucking blow yourself. This whole thing where bands fucking ascertain some level of success or whatever and popularity, it's also, oh, fuck them. You know, or this band was already doing that shit. What the fuck? What's this romanticizing fucking starving artist, dude? Shit's so weird to me. Like, let people be famous. Let Let's bring more people from the outside into this metal culture, dude. Like, let's expand on this. Why are you trying to gatekeep with all that elitist bullshit? Uh, fuck all those people. Yeah, they suck. Sinestia is definitely going on my fucking playlist for my commute to work tomorrow. So, oh, yeah. Thank you to our uh, Instagram follower that introduced us to that. We'll give him a tag. Definitely. If you have a smaller band, you want to get your shit heard on our podcast, we have a channel in 
in our Discord specifically for promotion, feel free to just fucking post whatever you got in there and we'll listen to them. And if we like what we hear, we may feature them on the podcast. Or you can message us on Insta or Discord, uh, YouTube, wherever. We pay attention to all that shit. So we're very active. Yeah, I feel like Discord is a place where you're going to realize that we're just real people. We're real dudes who just listen to music and sometimes talk about it. Discord's a place where you get that vibe from us. If you want to hit us up on Instagram or whatever your social media of choice is, go ahead and do it. It would be cool if we get some uh, community up there so we can do this more. Ideas. Tell us how much we suck. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us Drop G's voice makes you wet. And I'm fine with you telling me that, even if you're not a girl. Either way, let's just get that shit going. I got to prep myself for this next one. So this next one is Argent Justice by Distant. On this track featured, we've got vocals from Eddie Hermida from Suicide Silence, Frankie Palmieri from Amir, Tomas Klar of Abbey Falls, Marcus Chazak and Kevin Peterson from Acranius, Mike Greenwood and Casey. C. Tyson Pierce, and Colton Bennett of Angel Maker, Kyle Medina of Body Snatcher, Andreas Bielver of Cabal. Cabal's another good one, dude. Shout out to Cabal. Johnny Kiriduo and Andrew Biena of Carcosa. Dan Tucker of Crown Magnetar. That's another good one. Crown Magnetar fucking rips. Um, Mark Zelli of Paleface. Aaron Matz of 1056. Devin Duarte of Worm Shepherd. So yeah, just prep myself for this unholy fucking gangbang that my eardrums are about to receive. My prediction is it's going to be nothing but ones and zeros in the background just because of all those vocalists that got to get their chimes in. Another one on there that I've recently got into is Abbey Falls. They're actually pretty awesome too. I haven't checked them out yet. I will say I'm always like skeptical about songs like this because I feel like it you know, has a tendency to be kind of gimmicky and the musical aspect you know, doesn't suffer from just trying to fit in all this chaos. Distant is pretty consistent, dude. They bring the fucking heavy Jun Jun. Not that I dislike him, but Andrew Baina, he's the YouTube personality as well. So I wonder if this was born out of that. We'll see. Very creepy, scary music. This is the shit we're allowed to listen to, but we're not allowed to get into Harry Potter. I just want to <laughs> caveat that. This shit's evil, dude. the sense in the back. Ooh, that was fucking filthy, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> I apologize. I no longer have to suck the lead singer of Senestia's dick because whoever was just on Argent Justice just did it for me in real time and recorded it. My only complaint so far is I have no fucking clue who's doing what. Oh, yeah. I'm not even trying to parse out who's who right now. I don't give a fuck. There's a few recognizable ones. Like, I'm sure I'll hear Frankie Palmieri and probably Eddie Hermida. But beyond that, dude, I have no fucking idea. Let's keep going. Yeah. 
Alright, I hear Angel Maker. Ooh, that's a fucking awesome break right there. Nice little beat down right there. Oh, fuck that hit. But I'm fucking flailing my arms around right now. Fucking weekend at Bernie's. Snare bombs too. Ooh. I'm pausing it. We definitely should do another version of this where we take out all the music and it's just me and you basically going, mm, oh. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah, just go. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I love that snare Ooh. bomb. <laughs> now nah, this shit is fucking tasty, dude. Holy shit. That last one felt that felt like a suicide silence voice. You know what I'm noticing again why I was kind of worried about this track it's actually proven me wrong I was afraid the instruments were going to take a back seat but you know what I'm noticing is each section that a new vocalist comes in the tempo and the rhythm and everything about the music changes I wonder how they orchestrated this whole thing dude or if they just had the song written out and they just parsed it out section by section like you get this spot you get this spot but it's fucking chaotic it's rhythm and chaos and I'm loving it it's unique I'll give it that it's sounds like things we've heard before but it sounds like there's the genius of like 10 different friggin amazing artists on this so uh, I'm I'm digging it
Another build up. Where are they going? Mm, that, that one's pretty too. You know, I was actually surprised right there. I thought it was going to go heavier and slower. I love how they drained out that, got that ambience going in the background. Tempo change. There it is. I was like, it has to be in there somewhere. Dude, I think they almost hit the H note, dude. The brown note. Yeah, the brown I feel like we should have saved that one for last now. That's going on the bangers playlist. Definitely. Yeah. Check it out on Spotify. And you want to know what's really exciting, dude, is we're actually going to see them with body snatcher. Oh, you motherfucker. We weren't ready. <laughs> Distant is on the bill with fucking Body Snatcher and Angel Maker. Oh, very nice. Yeah. They could replicate part of that. No, you know what, dude? Because the frontman for Distant is a really talented fucking vocalist and he's brutal as fuck. I wonder if they will try to replicate that because there's a lot of sections. Dude's got to come up for fucking air at some point. Okay, I'll give it a thumbs up. The music behind the vocals was actually interesting which I agree with you in thinking that was going to be drowned out by a thousand vocalist lineup they have on this song. And it wasn't. So it was, it was dope. On top of that, the vocals were, was there really a need for that? No, it's still a gimmick. Yeah. It was just a good gimmick because yeah. nobody knows who the hell's singing at any point in the song. It's just like, oh, this could be the guy I think it is. It's totally a gimmick to get people to listen, but Hey, at least they're drawing them in on a good song. If that's Really what's getting you into all those bands as a good introduction, I guess. It's a fun song. You know what I mean? It's just like a fun thing to do, I'm sure. You know, kind of like the big six. Now, I hope it's similar to this where the instrumentals, again, aren't being held back or put on the back burner. I think if whatever instruments they're using are as good as what they did in this, then that could really be something I get into. But as of right now, the big six is probably just a promotion gimmick. This one's a fucking banger, dude. Yeah, hats off. 
statistic. That was fucking incredible. All right. So now we're going to get into our final part of the reaction radio. And that is probably the one I was most excited of any release of 2023, which hasn't been much. That's 15 days worth as of today. So, but it was Death Magic by Enterprise Earth. I really didn't have much between the first and today to be excited about. I am excited about this album whenever that comes. Yeah, The Chosen. Gabe did go on to say that they're releasing another single maybe at the end of this month. Oh, very nice. We'll definitely react to that one, I'm sure. You turn me on to them and I fucking love them. Real quick, it's just a gripe between me and you personally. So you were asking me the other day if we were to give like an album a five. To be honest, there's not many. I don't even know if I can properly say that, but when I thought about it, the one that sprung to mind and I still probably wouldn't give it a five, but it'd be fucking close. Luciferous by Enterprise Earth. Dude, go back when you have time, fucking jam Luciferous and then come back to me and tell me how you felt about it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. I tried to answer that question for myself too. What album would I give a perfect score? And I don't fucking know. I don't know what I would give a perfect score. Anyways, let's get into this shit. So Death Magic Enterprise Earth. Starts off with a slow burn, dude, but it gives you that steak face. Imagine having like 808s in your fucking car and driving by someone blaring that shit, dude. Like you fucking like rupture people's eardrums like on the street and shit. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Travis, who's now filled in as front man. You know, honestly, I was real skeptical after Dan Watson left because Dan Watson is just one of the greatest vocalists of all time. And to fill those shoes and to do it, not only keep true to himself with his own vocals, not trying to replicate Dan giving us disgusting, filthy vocals still. Shout out to Travis. Good job, man. I would say my favorite thing about Enterprise Earth is at this point in the song, I have no clue what's coming. Well, let's find out. Such crazy guitar tones because those little atmospheric things, high-pitched tones that you're hearing, that's not synth. He's doing that on guitar. Oh, you think so? That that like high pitch in the background? Yeah, pretty sure those are guitar. I could be wrong. Yeah, I guess it could be. He wails out like he's got a lot of, like we've talked about in the past, really crazy Pantera influences, especially like on this song. But he's also got like very deep rooted death metal, just a master musician. He lives like off the grid, like in a van. He records all this shit in his van. It sounds fucking great, whatever it is. There we go. Pick up. 
Oh, they're giving us some thrash. And it's like some black and synth. Fuck yeah. Mm. That's some old school riffage right there, dude. That's, yeah, where I'm getting those Pantera vibes. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was thinking. Dimebag, definitely. So I want to give just a quick example because that was a perfect example for all those fucking little dick dudes that think that cleans don't belong in deathcore. Like I agree to some extent because I don't want whiny cleans in deathcore. So I want to be real clear on that fact. But this is a good example of what Travis is doing here. What Joe Bad from Fit for an Autopsy. These are example of like good, like gritty, dark cleans that fit real well with the music. So well, they had that dime baggy guitar part too. And right into the transition to the part we're at right now, he does this crazy fast like guitar fill it had to have been 20 notes in like a matter of two seconds they give us that type of shit all the time you almost have to be a guitarist to appreciate the craftsmanship well and he's playing an eight string too which is like that that's why uh, earlier in the song you got those really like grungy like muddy fucking you know guitar tones but like dude i can only imagine pulling off some of that shit on an eight string yeah gabe's just the man so fingers everywhere man keep going back into it I'm trying to pinpoint what that riff right there reminds me of yeah it just reminds me of just of this old shit man destruction dude that's the sound of getting cut off on a highway (laughs) yeah the anger you feel immediately after fucking high bitch pills. Getting some bends in there too. Ooh. 
So this is like some fucking testament, like old school, like 80s, 90s. Yeah. Oh, I love it, dude. So this is what I was talking about with She Must Burn when we did that review and now Enterprise Earth. They do this so well. Whoever's at the front of the song, whether it's the vocalist, the guitarist, whoever it is, everybody else supports them so well. We've seen them make the vocalist shine where he's the main character. And just now in that, that whole solo, it wasn't just like someone chugging a riff, you know, like old school 80s, like metal. They were giving it everything they could to just blast it up into front. Really enjoy that about Enterprise Earth. That's a difference for, of an experienced band versus a new band. A new band, they're going to write some riffs. There's not a lot of variation, but when you come to a band that's got experience and they're great musicians, they just know how to make each other sound good. Oh, absolutely, dude. Again, I just got to give constant credit for Gabe and his guitar work, dude. I mean, the dude's just a fucking class act. As a person too, I've met him a couple times. He's the nicest fucking dude. You listen to that. How can you not almost have envy, dude? This dude's just, look what I can do. If I get, you know, just shreds like that, dude, like God tier, like he sucked the devil's dick to fucking play that good. I've always said that if you took the music out of metal in general, but especially like deathcore, all these like solo guitar genres of metal, if you took the music out of it, it's a bunch of dudes like standing in front of, front of a dude, like, he's playing guitar and oh yes mm, yeah it's so great it is that great oh uh, dude i have a i have a fucking mosh pit moment for you real quick then because i went and saw between the berry to me and i was so stoked to see him dude they sounded amazing live this was right after i think the great misdirect obviously the last song that they come out and play is selkies dude that fucking solo is like i get goosebumps every time i fucking hear it dude it's god tier yeah. definitely god here. So I'm watching, I'm standing front row watching this, dude, and I'm just like in a trance. The dude, I shit you not, dude, I'm not even making this up. The dude next to me, totally like, you know, long hair, fucking almost looks like a wook. During the solo, this dude has tears coming down his face. Like it just hit him on such an emotional level. And yeah, you look around all these people, you know, the second someone's blasting a solo, they're all like reaching out to the guitarist, dude. It's like the cover of Doom, but it's gay somehow. You know what I mean, dude? And it's just so magical. Well, fucking here's to you, wethead, mosh pit legend. Mosh pit legend, baby. Wethead. Wethead. <laughs> the next time Enterprise comes through, we have to go. I have to see fucking Gabe play that because I've seen him play his shit live, dude. And it's so like pinpoint accurate and on the fucking money, dude. Like I'm so stoked to see this play live. Yeah. Last point before we go back into it. I love how every song that I've listened to in the last like month or two has been over five minutes long. I really enjoy that every new song I've been introduced to has been that like fuck a two minute song or a minute and a half song. Let's get some seven minute songs out there. Even Periphery's new songs are like like eight minutes long. They're ridiculous. Yeah. So. I like how they speed that part up a little bit.
God, just toilet bowl fucking vocals, dude. I love it. And I love how they just brought that back. Yeah, they're like, oh, you want a breakdown? Nah, we're just going to bring back that heavy shit from the beginning. That was a yow moment, dude. You know when the guitarist makes the same face that he's doing on the guitar? <laughs> yeah. They just refuse to end the song at this point. I think we can cut it there. Yeah, we got three seconds. <laughs> that sounds like it's about to like lead into something else right there. So I'm excited to see what that is. But holy shit, what a fucking journey that song takes you on, dude. I'm not sure what the appropriate use of the word progressive is, but that's what I call progressive is just really breaking down the um, idea of the song structure, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. There was none of that there. It's just them kicking ass at whatever they're doing, whether it's vocals, guitars. So much, I heard some Alice in Chains. I heard yep. some Pantera. I've heard some, I heard some death metal influence. We heard some thrash. We got a fucking crazy guitar solo that could contend with the 90s, you know, and 80s and 90s greats metal guitarists. What didn't that song give us? It gave us everything that we wanted to hear from you. You know what's crazy, man, that I've noticed? And there's this wave coming in where everybody's, you know, because deathcore and metalcore got really fucking bland there for a minute. Kind of how we were talking about bearing brightness. People are really reaching back in time to bring out that old shit that they grew up on and that they love and putting it in their music and I'm I'm really digging it dude because it's really like all the you know eras of metal are starting to culminate into one place and people are really just fucking going crazy with it it's exciting to see yeah I've noticed that the cycle of music at least since I've listened is that precedes a very big like golden age you know where bands start reaching in the past and pulling out those golden nuggets that haven't been there for a while and doing it well is right before a big change typically usually for the better in this genre of music so hopefully i'm right i think we're almost already there anyways yeah but it might be because i'm paying more attention it might be just personal awareness but it does seem like we're hitting another golden age in in music so i hope we are i agree with you i think we're right on the cusp of like something great it's just who's gonna break that barrier i think everybody's really like nose to the ground like searching for what that next sound is and we're seeing you know moments you know with tim hence and kind of progressing in such a way. And then you have Gabe, who seems to reach back in time to maybe uncover something that we've heard before, but not in this style. Well, you also have to give it to like, Misha and Periphery, who yep. are kind of leading the way with the gent style. And then Buster, he's leading the way with the Thal. Buster is the fucking goat, dude. Their production, Vildiarda, everything they do is just fucking gold. Oh, it's a gold standard, dude. And th I mean, that th there's so many bands that are going to come out of that movement alone, I am sure. And they're already 
it's already happening. Yeah. But imagine when you get the guy who can do the Tim Henson shit, who can do the Misha shit, who can do the the Vilja Harta all together, especially when it becomes a thing of the past and they're pulling from influence. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, dude, I'm excited to see. So again, let's you know just do quickly list off what we heard. So Trials by Wizard of Ass was the first one. Burial Hymn by Sinistia was our second. Argent Justice by Distant and Death Magic by Enterprise Earth, lastly. All of these were great, dude. In my opinion, deserved to go into the fucking bangers playlist and i think that's something we can do you know with this promotion thing too and if people start to follow our playlist dude because again dude i feel like we need to be building each other up in any way and just spread our love for these genres and this music out to the world dude and you know try to capture as many people with it and hopefully people are as passionate about it as you know we are yeah i think all these belong in the bangers playlist yeah fair enough um i I think Wizard of Ass, I think I would put on my bands to watch, definitely. Yeah. I think there's a lot of potential there. I'm not sure that they're there yet, but I think that it would sound great what I heard better than I can do. So I liked it. It was a fun listen. Yeah. Definitely. Synestia is probably in that same category, probably because that's the only song I've heard from both of those bands. I probably need to dig in more before I say this is my shit. I am going to do that. I've heard enough to dig in more and, and learn more about the bands. Enterprise Earth, I mean, they're they're fucking gods. So, I mean, they, they, it's already on the bangers list. Um, as soon as it came out, I put it on there. And then Distant, all those lead singers, it's an instant classic because everybody that's on it, the gimmick worked. Yeah, if you, if you made it this far, this is Reaction Radio Part 1. We're going to end this one here. If you are interested in listening to more, we got four more songs booted up for Part 2. So please join us there. Thanks for listening. Uh, like and subscribe.